exposition of the apostles creed section four this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mark Warner Exposition of the Apostles' Creed by James Dodds Article 1 I believe in God the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth. Section 2 God The existence of God is the basis of all religious belief. If there is no God, there is no moral obligation. If there is no almighty being to whom men owe existence and to whom they must give account, worship is a vain show and systems of religion are meaningless. Theologians, therefore, from the days of the first Christian apologist to our own time, have endeavored to establish by proof the doctrine of the divine existence. To those who accept the authority of Scripture, the existence of God is a fact which no argument can overthrow. But as there are many who reject this authority, evidence has been sought elsewhere than in scripture to establish the doctrine the arguments for the being of god are mainly threefold being drawn a from the consciousness of mankind b from the order and design that are manifest in the universe and c from the written revelation which claims to have come to men from god himself a consciousness there is a wonderful agreement among men as to the existence of a great invisible being by whom the world was created and is governed, and who charges himself with the control and guidance of its inhabitants and concerns. In a land such as our own, in which Christianity has held place for many centuries, belief in God, however it may fail to produce holy living, is almost universal. This belief exercises a strong influence and has contributed not a little to the formation of our national character. It is an atmosphere always around us, sustaining and promoting the healthy life of those even who are the least conscious of being affected by it. The belief is indelibly impressed upon our laws, our literature, and even our everyday occupations. It is stamped upon the relations men sustain to one another. It is this which for one day weekly suspends labor that Christians may have leisure to worship God and to meditate upon the duties they owe to Him. It is in recognition of this that we see tall spires pointing heavenward and churches opening their portals to the inhabitants of crowded cities and to the dwellers in scattered villages in christian lands the consciousness of men bears testimony to the existence of god but it is not in such lands only that this consciousness exists and confirms belief in the divine in the earliest times long before history began to be written such a consciousness was prevalent leading men to faith in and worship of a being or beings infinitely greater than themselves present with them and presiding though invisibly over their destinies the study of comparative religion has shown how nearly the primeval inhabitants of lands widely distant from each other were at one in the views that they had come to entertain hymns prayers precepts and traditions are found in the sacred books of the great religions of the east and archaeologists have deciphered on ancient monuments and traced in primitive religious rites clear evidence of belief in the existence of the divine the valleys of the nile of the euphrates and of the tigris have revealed facts for the theologian's benefit that are almost exhaustless in the egyptian book of the dead and in the religious hymns and the ritual of which they form part in the sacred literature of babylonia there is proof that four thousand years ago hymns were sung in honor of the gods and prayers were offered to propitiate them and secure their favor but belief in god had placed long before these hymns were sung or these prayers offered 
this is shown by the existence of words in the most ancient hymns prayers and inscriptions which could not have been used unless the ideas which they conveyed had already existed in men's minds these words some of which are preserved in modern tongues when traced to their roots help greatly to explain the character of early religious thought and prove the existence of a widely diffused belief in the divine being and his government they serve as confirmation of a belief which is in harmony with many facts that god had revealed himself to humanity before he furnished the revelation which has come down to us words are not originated by accident they are expressions of real existences and before they found place in hymns or prayers the ideas which they denoted must have been matters of faith or knowledge to those who use them before man is found professing faith in pagan deities some idea of god must have existed in his mind men did not like to retain god in their knowledge and so the idea of the divine became perverted and in its first simplicity was lost and the multitude followed numberless shadows all illusory and vain still there lingered remnants and traditions of belief in a divine creator and governor which must have originated in such primeval revelation as the book of genesis records we find there the statement that god revealed himself to our first parents by direct intercourse they heard and saw and talked with god they therefore knew of the existence of god by personal perception and the ideas they held regarding him were founded on his own manifestation of himself closely connected with this consciousness is the sense of responsibility universally prevalent there is a law written on the hearts of every rational human being under the guidance of which he recognizes a distinction between good and evil right and wrong he possesses a faculty to which the name of conscience has been given that convicts him of sin when he violates and approves his conduct when he conforms to its dictates however much different peoples and different ages may be at variance in their particular ideas of what is right and what is wrong the conception itself has place in all of them there are certain fundamental notions as to what is just and what is unjust what is virtuous and what is vicious that find universal or all but universal acceptance this power of distinguishing between right and wrong constitutes man a moral being and separates him by infinite distance from the lower animals to the beasts that perish there is nothing right or wrong they live altogether according to nature and have no responsibility man stands in a different relation to the lawgiver who bestowed on him the faculty of conscience and impressed on his soul a conviction that he will have to give account for all his actions the being to whom we must give account is god b order another ground of this belief is the order manifest in the universe there is a symmetry that pervades all material things of which we have knowledge part is adapted to part objects are accurately adjusted to each other wheels within wheels move smoothly every portion fits into and works in harmony with every other portion without discord or jarring it is unthinkable that these effects should be due to chance or to a cause that is without intelligence the perfect arrangement of parts that work together must have been planned by a living being of infinite wisdom knowledge and power this being whose creatures they are must exist behind the pervading order there must be personality purpose and action the fool may say in his heart there is no god but as nature bears testimony to the existence of an omniscient and omnipotent creator reason calls for another conclusion c scripture there is a limit to the knowledge of god which the consciousness of man and the order and design in the universe impart these serve to establish the truth that god is but they do not convey the intimation that he is a moral governor and the rewarder of them that diligently seek him they declare little of his character and are silent as to the many of the duties which he requires 
to make god known the teaching of conscience and of reason must be supplemented by revelation it is in the bible that the believer finds the strongest proofs of the existence of the divine being and from the bible he obtains also the most comprehensive and satisfying view of the deity and of man's relation to him he there finds that what he has to believe concerning god is that he is jehovah the being infinitely and eternally perfect self-existent and self-sufficient the only living and true god there being none beside him the heathen believed in and worshipped many gods the untutored savage peopled the groves with them and the pagan philosopher built innumerable temples in their honour the pantheons of greece and rome were crowded with the statues of favourite deities the doctrine of one living and true god was prominent in the revelation given to israel god's message by moses had its foundation truth in the proclamation hear o israel the lord our god is one god his glory and his work are shared by no other being he is the absolute sovereign and lord of all creatures in the bible too man learns that god is his own personal god who cares for him and to whom he owes love allegiance and obedience all who refuse to believe in the existence of god reject the testimony of scripture regarding him but to such as acknowledge its claim to be the word of god the evidence it supplies is convincing and all-sufficient examination of ancient heathen religions and of the views they set forth regarding god shows clearly the distance at which they stand from the revelation of scripture the gods of the heathen were of like passions with their worshippers selfish cruel vindictive and without regard for equity or justice in their treatment of men the god of the bible on the other hand is a righteous god merciful to his creatures and desirous of their temporal and eternal well-being and when he inflicts suffering it is not as a passionate judge but as a father who chastens his children for their profit the doctrine of the trinity of persons in the godhead though not expressly stated in the creed is implied in the clauses which refer to each of the persons who compose it there is one god but in the godhead there are three persons the father the son and the holy ghost whose names indicate the relation in which each stands to the others each of the persons is complete and perfect god while there are three persons in the godhead the same in substance equal in power and glory these three are one the doctrine thus stated is termed the doctrine of the trinity this word is not found in scripture but the truth which it expresses is set forth there dimly in the old testament distinctly in the new in the first chapter of genesis the word god is in the hebrew a plural noun and yet it is used with a singular verb thus early seeming to intimate what afterwards is clearly made known that there is a plurality of persons who yet constitute the one living and true god the same indication of plurality in unity appears in the account of man's creation let us make man this doctrine of the trinity is essentially one of revelation natural religion testifies to the existence the personality and the unity of god but fails to make known that the unity of god is a unity of three persons the doctrine does not contradict reason it is above reason it is sometimes said that the doctrine of the trinity involves a contradiction in affirming that three persons are one person this charge misrepresents the doctrine trinitarians do not say that father son and holy ghost are three persons in the sense in which three men are three individuals they believe that there is one god and that father son and holy ghost are yet so distinct that the father can address the son the son can address the father and the father can address and send the spirit god's ways are not as our ways he is not a man that he should be limited by the conditions of human relationships when we say there are three persons in the godhead we use a word applicable to men 
which though the most fitting one at our disposal must come far short of fully describing the relations of father son and holy ghost to each other possessing no celestial language we cannot fully describe or understand heavenly things end of section four